are you today, my friends? I mean, I'm doing pretty good. We're, uh, we decided to come up to Lake, uh, Philbrook today. Yeah, Philbrook. I've never been here in my life. It's, uh, are we in the Alaska National Forest again? I think close to it. It's beautiful up here, man. Sitting by the fucking lake, having some, uh, gin and tonics, enjoying life. It's been a while since we recorded. I was stuck in the deep south <laughs> where it was humid as fuck. I don't know how people live there, man. It was fucking insane. But uh, now I'm here in the fresh mountain air, northern California, just living the dream. Yeah. And like, it's lovely. Like I told you earlier, this is totally my, my happy place. This is your happy place. When you die and go to heaven, is this where your house is going to be? Someplace like this? In the forest, away from all these fucking people. <laughs> I don't know, but I hope so. If I have a choice in the matter, this is where... If you have a choice. <laughs> well, according to some, you might not have a choice. You might be uh, getting fucked in the ass by Satan. But um, if you do make it to heaven, maybe this will be your spot. I like it. I I, uh, I, wait. I think I'm still a... Uh, I'd rather be on the ocean type of guy. I was just going to say... But this is a close second. It's a pre- it's pretty close between the ocean and this. And the mountains. But if I had to choose, only because normally there's better places to dirt bike. In the, the mountains, mountains than the, the ocean. Mountains. Yeah. You're just hooked on that dirt biking, aren't you? Can't get away. You're going to yeah, get me so to do pretty... it once, maybe. Maybe once. I'm oh, such a well, bitch when it comes to that kind of stuff, though. <laughs> I'm pretty sure... After you do it once with all the rituals and stuff that I like to do. Yeah, I'll have to do it more. You'll like it. I'm pretty sure. I'm sure I would. I'm I'm an old dude. I don't do shit. If nothing else, I mean, you'll you'll be in the mountains. Yeah, that's true. With a with a slight buzz, you not you won't be unsafe, but you'll have a slight buzz. (laughs) Slight buzz. (laughs) Oh man, yeah, it sounds fun. I don't know. I don't do nothing except work out. I don't do any. I don't. I don't play hockey no more. I don't do jujitsu no more. I hardly do any sporty stuff. I hike every now and then. That's about it. And dirt biking is, you wouldn't think about it, but it's a pretty good workout. Oh, I'm sure it is. I mean, sure it is. Just all, I mean, what, like tension workout? Yeah. I'm sure your core is engaged the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's important. I'm a big core guy. You got to have a solid core. Right. As long as my abs are looking good. I don't. (laughs) There you go. Yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty vain. I want everything to look good. <laughs> but, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. I feel better. No. feel better about myself. Look in the mirror. You're like, all right, I'd fuck you. That's good. <laughs> That's the goal, right? <laughs> yeah. But it's been a while. I haven't, we haven't seen each other in like two weeks. So it's good. It's good to catch up, my friend. Totally. Yeah. We don't go that long without seeing each other. No, I, what? I mean, summer vacation, not really a vacation. But yeah, <clears throat> you don't get summer vacation when you're an adult. Oh, oh shit! A fish shit. just jumped. I think that was like a widowmaker. What's that? It's when uh, like a a branch falls from a tree. And oh, it wasn't a fish. It was a branch. I think I saw it. Oh, uh, it was a pine cone. So I don't think it was oh. actually a widowmaker. But... You heard about that lady who was driving up here in paradise years ago, and a tree fell on her. Like shit. Maybe. Uh, it sounds familiar. Sounds terrifying. <laughs> you just had a stoplight. Get nailed by a tree. There's this tree but, by, there's this tree by my house that's dead. 
it's not mine. It's my neighbor's. And I'm just like looking at it like this shit's going to fall. And I hope it doesn't fall. I could just imagine like shit. That'd be how I go out. Just some crazy shit like that. I was just going to say, I mean, if you don't see it coming, I guess I don't, I'll go out that way. I just had a, I just had pine debris land in my mouth. (laughs) I didn't swallow. I spit it out. Hey, that is the price you pay for recording. Yeah, that's what that's that's the price we pay for bringing you such a uh, half-assed, <laughs> unprepared podcast. This is what we do for you people. You are welcome. You are welcome. Yeah, but it's been good. We're um, so like I mentioned, I'm drinking gin and tonic. You have some gin, right? But you don't like tonic. What'd you put in there? You mix it up. Yerba mate. Yerba mate. What the fuck is that? Like tea. It's a, it's a tea from South America. You know, and they uh, put sugar and whatever in it to Americanize it. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Sweet. Is it good? Mine's good. Yeah. I, li- I like gin and tonics. I got sick no on complaints. gin one time, but I don't know what that was all about. But I do like gin. It's refreshing. I like it in the summertime. Like, I, honestly, a whiskey doesn't sound really good right now. I think that's no. more of a fall, winter, early spring kind of thing. True. Yeah, once the weather heats up, Sipping on some whiskey sounds a little odd. It'd have to be in the perfect context, like at night in your little nightcap or something. But uh, Or like a whiskey and Coke. Yeah. But, but in weather like this, a nice refreshing gin and tonic in the mountains with a breeze going, the lakes here. It's fucking beautiful, it's I swear. Fantastic. Yeah. This really is a beautiful place we live. This, this thing called Earth. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. It's fucking crazy. Right, it definitely can be. Yeah, it can be. It can also be fucking horrifying, which is kind of like what we want to talk about today. I mean, we 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 loosely want to talk about. We always talk about how the you know the universe is safe, blah blah blah. God is good, but the question for us, and you brought it up to me the other day, is is it like self is is existence self evidently good? And where do we come up with this shit? That, is, that it better to, is it better to be alive than dead? <laughs> I'm, I mean, I, I know Might that... Might be a silly question. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't want to die. That's for sure. I'm okay with it on the one hand. But so far as I can tell, I haven't existed before 1982, which is when I was born. You were born in 80? Yeah. I mean, maybe I existed in some, I, I don't, I have no idea, but I don't have recollection of it. So I'm not, I'm not sure what that experience is like. If you can call it ex- an experience, I'm not, I have no idea. Did I have consciousness? I, I, I have no fucking clue. So in one way I'm like, yeah, I want to exist. This is, this can be really cool. It can also be really shit as well. Like, I mean, suffering, mental health, agony. Death, pain, all that shit. Yeah, it's fucking horrible. <laughs> Disease. I'm but. pretty. I'm pretty sure that I've existed before this specific incarnation. Yeah. <clears throat> Are you a reincarnation guy? I have no. I have no philosophical um, argument with mm-hmm. it. And I think, like we've talked about before, around the bonfire, or maybe we wrote about it. I mean, it seems like. The it makes sense to me as a way to get souls into heaven. Like you get a little closer. Like it's such a big proposition that it's going to take longer than right. seventy years. Exactly. Or- <laughs> I, I mean, I think 
being able to be ready for the heavenly life takes more than one lifetime. I mean, that one lifetime, it seems like a journey, kind of, but but no, I think it takes more. I think I'm cool with that. I, w- I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was like my soul or my spirit or whatever you want to call it has lived like, you know, a handful of lives throughout the eons. Like, oh yeah, you started out, you were a hunter-gatherer <laughs> and then your brother killed you or something and then like... You got reincarnated as some, like, whatever. Like, you did this shit a bunch of times, and I always wonder what the end game of it, what's, like, what's the point of it, but uh, I'm okay. I'm open to it. Well, I think, oh, shoot, you're going to have to help me out here. What's the, what's the uh, Hindu sacred text? (laughs) The Bhagavad Bhagavad Gita. I think, I think it's, I think in there it says, like, there's, Ages and ages of people being reincarnated mm-hmm. into this kind of life, and then eventually that stops, and you're merged with God. Is that the wheel of samsara? Is that uh, that kind of shit? It could be. Yeah. Um, What's funny is that actually I think um, there's some even biblical texts where, and I don't know how true this is, if you're a Hebrew scholar or a Jewish scholar listening, you can correct me. But I think it's even, reincarnation is even sort of uh, maybe, maybe it's not doctrine in Judaism, but it's um, permissible. Oh, that's right. It's, um, yeah. It's allowable. I've heard that. Yeah, I've heard that. I don't know how true that is, but I don't know. Right. I mean, with any religion, you can ask, well, I mean, what like what Christianity are you talking about? What Buddhism that, are you talking about? That's always the case in anything. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. But just as a concept, I guess I'm okay with it. I have no idea. Like it doesn't offend me. I mean, no. Like evolution offends some Christians, <laughs> and reincarnation does. I mean, yeah, neither offends me. It's just yeah. Well, the funny thing is, I think you could be like a fairly orthodox Christian and reincarnation wouldn't necessarily subvert that or contradict it. I don't I have no idea. I mean, but it seems like you could be Trinitarian, reincarnation could still be permissible. I, I, I don't know. I, but I think it's a little speculative. I mean, I have no... I don't know if I have an experience that points to that necessarily. Right. I don't necessarily feel like I'm an old soul. Yeah. I mean, I, I I haven't had any, like, flashbacks or anything like that. Yeah. But, but uh, it just makes sense to me, that's all. I mean, I don't... You have some sort of vision. You're like a swashbuckling <laughs> pirate. Like, oh, shit, I live in the 1600s. Right. No, nothing like, nothing <laughs> like, nothing that. like that. <laughs> no. I don't, I've never had anything like that either, but... Oh, look at this butterfly. Oh, my gosh. So I think pretty. that's a monarch. Yeah, I think it was, too. But yeah, I don't know. Is uh, is existence self evidently good? I, I certainly want to. I mean, I exist, so I'm not opposed to existence. I love. I, I mean, I love. I love love. I love life. There's certain aspects I don't love, but is that my context? Is that my the fact that I might have anxiety or depression or <laughs> something like that? But that doesn't like refute existence as such. I mean, it's such a 
there are certainly moments of awe-inspiring beauty and love and transcendentals or whatever you want to call them that I mean I think point if, are good yeah I think if if you're rich and if you live in the right location I think it's more self-evidently good maybe maybe <clears throat> but poor people can orgasm and that's self-evidently <laughs> like okay yeah. obviously I mean, this is a positive experience that would be the however brief vacation <laughs> From oppressive reality. <laughs> Depends on how good the sex is, I guess. <laughs> <clears throat> but those sort of moments, I mean, you know, that's a kind of a joke, but it's not really like, you know, those orgasmic, you don't have to be sexual about it, but those sort of blissful experiences are obviously self-evidently good, if you want to call them that. Yeah, and I'm totally speaking from ignorance. I have it pretty good, but... I'd have to think that the poorest of the poor, they still experience love. Sure. I mean, if nothing else, people experience love, even if they're hungry. Yeah. If- yeah. Yeah. So it's hard to say, like, this life, you know, is itself evidently good? Well, maybe not this life, maybe not this experience, maybe not this, you know. Or it takes a lot of work to get there. Yeah, sure. It certainly could. I, I mean, as far as, like, your spiritual journey. That seems like a lot of work. It is a lot of work. Jesus. But I still think there's a point to it. I do. I don't, I would never call like suffering or evil some sort of necessary thing. But I would still say there may be a point to all that. There may be a point to this. I I think there is a point to this life and the way it works out. It does seem a little uncontrolled at times. You know, it does seem a little out of control sometimes. (laughs) But. Yeah, I still think it's self-evidently. It's better that something exists than not exists. I mean, I, I don't, I don't have the answer to evil or suffering necessarily. I can't solve the conundrum of theodicy very well, maybe. But yeah, life as such certainly seems to be good or useful. Some quality that we would uh, well, uh, equate to the divine or whatever. And I think that. Maybe our our definition of sin, evil, is a little bit helpful. Like, definition. I don't know if it, I don't know if it's what it's labeled, but um, some people define uh, sin or evil as you know the lack of something. Yeah. Um, like what the lack of self control or I, I'm in the both. camp where evil and and sin is a lack, but. I mean, I'm more in that. Case. I think I am too. Yeah. Um, so if you're in a relationship that um, lacks self-control, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's uh, the relationship is poor because it it lacks something. It lacks creation. Sure. The creation of self-control. Yeah. Um, it's not. It's not because of. Uh, what like positive evil like right. some people think of it yeah i never think of evil as a positive the analogy of lightness and darkness necessary it, it seems pretty close to right like darkness is simply the absence of light it doesn't go anywhere when you turn on a light it just you know <laughs> so yeah. uh that that to me is the best analogy but i like that but 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 it's still like 
we still have to have the question of, is it self-evidently good? Is existence self-evidently good because of how much darkness or shit there is? I think it is. I think you just have to have eyes for it, ears for it, whatever. Yeah. Um, I mean, life is definitely self-evidently good. With sex, I mean, <laughs> dirt biking, like, something that you don't have to try to like, like... <laughs> it's just, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, if you're doing something that you don't want to stop doing, like... Right. Well, yeah, I mean, you, I think you, you know it when you see it. And I right. think everybody has those experiences. Yeah. And people could be like, oh, well, sex can be corrupted, even dirt... Anything can be corrupted. But it's like, yeah, of course anything can be corrupted. That doesn't make the thing itself bad. Right. It it's just not means the... everything seems corruptible by human agency, volition. What I mean, what it's a natural circumstance. I, I have no idea, you know, I have no idea. It could be corrupted, of course, but doesn't change the fundamental good of the thing itself. Like alcohol. You can become an alcoholic or you can enjoy a fucking drink, you know, when you right or podcasting, or you right. did a bunch of yard work. Anything can be corruptible. Right. Right. If you if you don't do it every day, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alcohol is pretty awesome. Yeah. Although sex, I think you could do it. No, no, I wouldn't even say you should do sex every day. I wouldn't say you should. I don't. And I don't think I would want to. But even the best of things were like, oh, I could have sex every day. It's like, no, maybe. Or maybe not. That kind of verges on making it an idol yeah. in this Christian language. Yeah. No, that's uh, right. If you, if you have to do it every day. Yeah. You, you, you've established, like, maybe a quota or this and that, and you miss the point of it. It's, it's, it's more about, like, uh, qualitative versus quantitative. Like, don't make an idol. Don't make it quantitative. Oh, I have to have sex. I mean, you could have sex, well, like, you could have sex twice a day and, and have a bad sex life. You know what I mean? Like it's it, yeah. the quality could be shit. So. But I'm I'm not going to say that if you have sex every day that's bad. I, I no, mean no, no. it depends on the couple, obviously. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah, but I think it's it's a different category. I mean, I don't define sex as I don't define good sex as a quantitative thing. It's a qualitative thing. Yeah. It's what it's when what, you're both into it, right? Etc. Etc. Is, et is it free? Is it inhibited? Is it not inhibited? Is it all these things that I mean? Sure, yeah. Someone with a good sex life, for example, will probably have more sex, <laughs> but that's not the defining factor. And maybe life is like that too. We look, oh, they had a good life. They lived 95 years. Well, I maybe mean, it's get out of the qualitative. I mean, someone who lived 50 years could have a much more quantitatively yep. fulfilling life than someone who lived 90 yep. years who was a fucking just like, horribly wretched un, unfulfilled person to be with like Jesus I I saw a meme it might have been a meme um, there, was, there was this guy who he was like 105 years old and he he was a vegan and he said it, it wasn't worth it like yeah, yeah. He he lived for a long time, but <laughs> but a fucking burger sounds delicious. <laughs> yeah, I eat meat. The only thing that bothers me is like you know, I guess into the ethical stuff. You know, yeah. How much what, time? That's well you should. Yeah, you hear about that fucking meat that they can grow in a in a lab in a petri dish? 
hear about this shit? I might have. Yeah. Would you do it? I would. Would I eat it? Yeah. Maybe I'd yeah. wait a little bit until they work their shit out. Oftentimes, like, we, we think something's, like, brilliant. and I would try. Well, I mean, like, the main reason I wouldn't would be, you know, the fear of cancer. But, shit, everybody, everything causes cancer. Everything. So. <laughs> Even if you go to, like, um, you go into any business. You can go into a restaurant. You go into a business. And there's a sign that, like, in California at least, like, this, the products <laughs> in this building have been known to cause cancer. It's some HB bill, some bullshit, like, yeah. it's like, yeah, everything causes cancer, man. Everything. I mean, you just have to get, you just have to wrap your mind around the fact that you are going to die, no matter what. It seems to be pretty consistent. <laughs> as far as I know. As far as I know. So, yeah, don't be stupid, but. But YOLO. <laughs> yeah, enjoy yourself. Whatever. Yeah. And at least enjoy your life. And that, I mean that maybe that's a big uh, uh a big factor in how we answer these things. Like is life self evidently good? Well it depends on how you're viewing things, but it depends on your subjective experience and, and how you're seeing things. Like someone could see the, the the good in everything, even shitty situations, and then someone could just be always bitch moaning and complaining about every little fucking thing and they could have it really good it's just how they see it you could have you could have a great life like i mean all the things that we that we would say uh leads to a good life you have a good job house healthy healthy kids all this shit and you could be bitch moaning complaining your whole fucking life and you'd be like no life isn't self-evident look at all the shit i have to go through or you could go through all the shit and still be like yeah i mean yeah, I love life still. I mean, it seems like it all boils down to your ability to have gratitude. Yeah. I don't know how you do that. Is it through going through horrible circumstances? And I don't know. What? Making I would, it on the other side? <laughs> I think it definitely helps. Um, but I'm not going to say that horrible circumstances are necessary for having no but it, but it seems the people who have like a cush life they don't seem to be the happiest they really don't no, uh, yeah and I'm not saying like you have to grow up in the hood and have no money in order to appreciate shit I'm not saying that but it does seem like the people who you got everything handed to you 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 had this big leg up in life maybe you grew up rich those people do not seem to be the happiest in life. I don't know. I mean, I certainly wouldn't say that, you know, everyone should have to struggle, but... But, I mean, I, I, I say this kind of kicking and screaming, but that might be, that might be the ultimate purpose of suffering, to... To make you appreciate shit? To make you appreciate... I mean, I don't know. Is, is anybody really that smart? Where... <laughs> Some people are smart. Smarter than me. Where they just where they view things from a vi- uh, from a distance and they say, eh, yeah, that's probably not a good idea. I don't think I'll do that. I don't know. It seems like, well, me for sure. I have to actually experience things before they fully register. Yeah. <laughs> or s- not all things, but some things. I mean. Yeah, that's probably true about all of us. I don't know. I think people put on a facade that they know something. They know what it'd be like to be in this different experience. But is that real? I don't know. I think people talk a lot of shit. They're not honest. Most people are honest. 
We're probably not honest most of the time. Everyone puts on a front. Oh, this is what it'd be like to be in this situation. Well, have you experienced it? No. Well, how the fuck do you know what you're talking about? I don't know. I don't know what it's like to be other people. No fucking clue. As far as I know, I've only been me. And it's certainly a unique experience, I'm guessing. But everyone's unique. Everyone's experience is probably unique. I got no fucking clue. So don't be a dick. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you don't know what it's like to be someone else, so don't be a dick. <sighs> Who the fuck knows, man? I feel like all these things we talk about, like, you can only be so certain, so sure. Who the fuck knows? That's why you don't judge. Yeah. No doubt, man. So many, I mean, we can fall into the trap of judging so easily. It's so fucking easy. Because people can be so stupid. Or <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're like, what the fuck is wrong with this person? Like, I don't know. Who knows? You don't know. And I'm still, honestly, really very judgmental. <laughs> I am too sometimes, especially when I drive. <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with this person? Oh, really? Like, Jesus Christ. I, road rage isn't my thing, uh, for some reason. I don't get, I don't get like rage. I just get like, I get judgmental though. <laughs> like, what the fuck's wrong with this person? And Jesus, fucking, just turn. Why are you taking so long? But, yeah, for for whatever reason, I didn't get that, and I'm grateful. I, I feel for you. <laughs> I'm not about to get out of my car and be like, "What the fuck, bitch? You want to go?" But you hear about those stories about people like. All right, I'm going to go fuck this guy up. Like, really? Just fucking go. But I do get annoyed. I get annoyed. I get slightly annoyed when people don't at least drive the speed limit. Yeah. My biggest pet peeve is when, like, big, like, 18-wheelers try to pass one another. And they, and they take for fucking ever. <laughs> they go, like, one mile an hour <laughs> over the other one. Like, I'm, Jesus. I don't know. I'm like, where's the number on the back of that truck? I'm about to call that shit. Do you think, do they have, like, rules and ways of enforcing it? Like, if you, if they actually go over a certain speed limit that they get, uh... Like a ticket? A ticket or, or whatever. Well, they, they have to go in California, they have to go, they have a different speed limit. But I wonder if there's, like, a written rule amongst truckers that's, like, if you're going to pass something, you got to go. But they don't give a fuck, I don't think. I don't, I have no idea. I have no idea how it works. I've never had the desire to drive a truck like that. It seems stressful. It's too fucking big. I don't know. I think I could, I think I could do it. Yeah. Be a long a it, long haul trucker. It seems to fit my personality. Like yeah, just listen to podcasts all day. Not talking to anyone. It seems nice. Yeah, and if I'm if I'm in the right state of mind, I love just cruising. Just cruising. Yeah. I don't mind like driving long distances by myself it does kind of fit my personality but i don't know sitting for 12 hours that sounds terrible it sounds unhealthy i would be worried about getting a blood clot but <laughs> standing up all over dead <laughs> yeah that that wouldn't be good i wouldn't want to fuck with that i do like i do like driving by myself though it's pretty fun although in my jeep it's not as fun because i don't have music i just got the radio the radio sucks a fat dick man <clears throat> sucks and the engine is about to explode. <laughs> Sounds terrible. I want to no, get one of those. Uh, I want to get one of those new VW buses. You seen those? You know the no. old VW buses, like the old little. The yeah. Van, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have a new one that's out. My wife's always wanted one. They got a new one, so I'm like, ah, my my truck's about to die. So I'm like, oh, maybe I'll get one of those. 
they're, they're pretty sick. But do they do they look uh, kind of the same? Kind of. They're more modern, but they're pretty cool looking. Hmm. I don't care what it looks like. I just want music. That's my thing. I just gotta have like a, an ability to like put Spotify on there or something. Music's my big deal. That's the one thing I want in my car. I don't really care what it looks like. I don't think I drive a smart car, but yeah. those things are fucking hilarious. <laughs> Did you see my lanky ass in one of those smart cars? <laughs> you look stupid getting out of right? Like a clown car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Expect a clown to get out of there. I care I care a little bit about what my ride looks like. Yeah. Like the main reason why I want to get bigger tires for my truck is just because it i think it looks better yeah it looks cool. i know it won't it may not ride as well but i don't care about that <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess if, if all things being equal i'd get a nice looking car it'd be like an audi a8 or something like that something that looks sick like oh, oh a sports saloon yeah something like that sure but i'm not rich yet so i guess we i guess this is the time to tell people to sign up for our patreon no <laughs> so please can, please subscribe so i can get an audi <laughs> shit i gotta get a new car no i'll end up with something something i don't really want that i don't care about but that's fine it's no big deal maybe i'll get a prius no <laughs> no <laughs> my daughter wants me she's not she's not even nine she wants me to get a tesla <laughs> oh shit. some of those are cool I, I I would definitely get a Tesla. I'd get a Tesla. They're pretty expensive still, but the, the, some of the prices have come down for some of the models. But it's still, I think, a little out of my pay grade. Do you uh, do you feel morally compelled to buy an electric car? Your next car? Do you feel like it has to be electric? <sighs> if I'm bullshitting, maybe. I'm more concerned about the fact that for my, my regular job, I have to drive a lot. I got to drive clients around and I don't want to pay for the gas anymore. So I'd be lying if I think about it all, if I said I think about it all the time. But yeah, I mean, I'd like to. I mean, I know it's not going to solve the world's problems, but at least, at least I'm kind of doing something. But right. my main concern is like, I don't want to buy fucking gas every couple of days because my Jeep gets shit gas mileage. <laughs> <laughs> what does it get like in the teens or something? in the teens yeah. on the highway it's like you know 21 22 in the in the city it's like 14 15 so it averages like 16 17 which is pretty shit i mean that's not good that's not good i gotta buy gas too fucking often i'm gonna i'm gonna top myself off with the new amsterdam gin that is a great idea you want some yes I can never tell the difference between gin. You know what I mean? Like every every gin, you might you mind giving me some ice? You know what I mean? Like whiskey, I can tell the differences. You know, something smoky, something smooth, something has a bite. You know, I pick up some flavor sometimes, but gin yeah. always just seems to taste like gin. And it's not like I don't. I mean, I think I drink gin as much as whiskey. And no, you're right. I I can't really. Oh, you want? I was gonna. I was gonna serve you. Sorry, my, the my kingdom bad. of God is ushered in by by people who serve. The Son of Man came to be served. I got that wrong. The Son of Man came to serve, not to be served. Yeah. Uh, whatever. My bad. Yeah. yeah. Let me be Christ-like. Damn it. Ooh. Yep. About to pour this tonic. Top, I mean, top it off. 
I feel like if the infrastructure is there, I mean, electric charging places for your car. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you could uh, ethically, morally go gas. Yeah, we've got some, even at the fucking uh, Target in Chico. Do you see that? There's like a big Tesla station. No, I I didn't see that. Yeah. That's cool. There's like six, I want to say pumps. I mean, you know. Char- oh wow! Charging stations. Wow! Yeah, awesome. And that's little Podunk Chico, California. You know, I mean, you know, hundred thousand people. But so if you're in the city, you definitely, I'm sure, have options. Plus those 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 fucking things go like uh, three hundred miles or something on a charge. Battery technology is yeah. getting up there. So you're gonna have one in your garage, so charge it every night. <laughs> I don't know. Gas is expensive as fuck, so. Four dollars seems, seems worth it. Yeah, four dollars in Chico or in in fucking California. It's like two something in Tennessee where I just was. I was oh, like, oh shit, shit, really? Damn, it's like two thirty nine, something like that. It's like damn, that's almost half the price. It's just encouraging people. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> Tennessee's funny, man. There's a church on every corner. No joke. Like we go driving. We went to the park one time. It's like fucking five miles from where we were. There was at least fifteen to twenty. Churches, Church of Christ, Baptist, mostly. Paradise really isn't that different, though. No, it's not. There's a lot. It just doesn't get the stigma, right? Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty. Uh, went to a coffee shop. This group was doing a Bible study. It was just like, oh, this is the culture, man. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the South. It's not like the Deep South, but it's still the South. It's kind of weird. It's kind of annoying. I don't know. Just seemed like y'all are trying too hard. I don't know. <laughs> what uh, we went to a winery like, even one shirt has something about wine and Jesus and it was just like oh my god yeah okay I was gonna say like, fundamentalism like yeah. uh, for the most part I think I mean yeah. you know I couldn't go out there and promote the heretic happy hour or some shit <laughs> people probably in the south don't listen to that shit <laughs> you know we couldn't be like hey but, listen look at my book uh, but uh, I mean whatever just plant the seed and then leave <laughs> Yeah, I guess. Just so funny how there's, it's like you travel out of state sometimes. It seems like you're traveling to another country. The culture's so different. Yeah, it's so fucking different. Which is which is fine. It's all good. It's cool. But yeah, I went out to Georgia to yeah visit one of my friends. Georgia, Georgia, oh mama. The uh. Laws on alcohol yeah. are different, and Way I different. noticed that. But like, you can't go into a grocery store and get booze. Yeah, it has yeah. to be an actual like liquor store. Yeah, yeah. In Tennessee, yeah, yeah. this is probably the same in Georgia. I'm guessing, like, even wine. Some wine stores were like they couldn't sell hard alcohol. You have to go to an actual liquor store. <laughs> and then they just passed. <laughs> I, I'm sure there's counties in Georgia like this that they just passed in, in Tennessee, like in some counties, like. Um, where you could sell it on Sunday before you couldn't even sell it on Sunday. <laughs> Progress. Yeah. There you go. That's the Lord's day. We can't be buying <laughs> booze. You can just drink it after you go home from church and watch the football game, but you can't buy it because Jesus, <laughs> because Jesus or some other reason. Yeah. Cause you're silly little bitches, but freedom America. 
I always laugh about like freedom. Like <laughs> some of the the people who like clamor for freedom are like. You don't really mean that, though. It's freedom, whatever line. It's freedom per your morality. It's not actual freedom. Can I get a prostitute? No. Can I smoke weed? No. Can I buy booze on Sunday? No. So it's not. Really, I mean, but can I? I can have a gun though, and you're not going to tax me, so that's freedom. I'm not saying I want to get a prostitute. I'm just saying. If you, yeah, if you really believe in freedom, a free adult and another free adult should be able to exchange one product for another, whether that's sex, currency, whatever it is. Like Jim Jeffries says, how can you say that Amsterdam is not as free as, <laughs> yeah. as America, where you can be smoking weed, having sex with a prostitute in front of a cop, you good. And, you, and you're, you're totally you're fine. You're totally fine. Really? How do you say... <laughs> How do you say that Amsterdam is less free than right. the United States? Exactly. So make it something else. Make it like we need to legislate more. Just be honest. You want to legislate morality? Just be honest. Don't don't call it freedom. I mean, freedom would be freedom. Like, you don't like what I'm doing? Well, sorry, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. But I'm still about to do these drugs while doing this prostitute. I'm not saying I should. I'm not saying I would. I'm not saying you should. But use a different word other than freedom. You know what I mean? Whatever definition of freedom you have, you can't deny that a person that can do whatever in Amsterdam is more free than... Or is less free, yeah. Less free? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. We just mean, like, you're free to have a gun and not be taxed. I think. Most people who talk about freedom... Are basically talking about that. I mean, yeah, there's some libertarians who are like, yeah, you can smoke pot and have a prostitute. Okay, at least you're being consistent. But for the most part, there's a lot of people in the states who are like, well, let's let's have freedom. But no to to like ten issues that are free issues. Like, I, I feel like the the staunch conservatives should really be libertarians. They shouldn't be conservative. If you want to be logically consistent, like, okay, flesh that out all the way. Yeah, you don't like prostitution? I, I doesn't work. I'm not going to work for me. Not about to do that. However, if I'm being consistent, that's, like, sort of the logical conclusion. So, you want to be conservative? Okay, move past your conservatism and be a libertarian. That, that seems, I don't know. It seems more consistent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, shit. You want to have a gun? Fine. These gay people you don't like, they're free to be married. Like, shut the fuck up. Get over it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, be consistent. Don't be like, oh, we need well, freedom, but those gay people are not married. Well, well I mean, the the problem is that conservatism, republicanism, <laughs> it it's so closely tied with... Uh, the religious right, evangelicalism. I mean, so... At least admit it. Don't talk about freedom. Talk about uh, legislate, legislating morality or talk about we need to set up a, a, a system that's quote-unquote biblically... Whatever you want to call it, biblically based, whatever. But don't call it freedom. That's not freedom. Yeah. It's, um, but it's based on the Bible. But they're all... Yeah, that's the problem. It's all based on the, on the Bible. I yeah. mean... Everything they do is viewed through the biblical lens. Which, all I'm saying is that 
And don't call that freedom. <laughs> That's not freedom. Right. No, That's That's absolutely. I, I totally agree. I'm just, yeah. yeah. But that, that's why it's such, I mean, I don't see them ever getting there. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Because, I mean, we've talked about how powerful fear can be. And I, I think it's all, it's all based on fear of going to hell. Like a lot of it. If you're a lesbian, if you're, um, yeah, you're going to go to hell. Yep. So, so fall in line, motherfuckers. Yeah. So those people, I would say, coming back to our topic, because I'm a professional, goddammit. Yeah, you are. Those people probably wouldn't say that, like, it's self-evident that life is good, or this life is good, or human existence is good. Maybe, maybe, maybe a lot of it comes back to where does where do we start talking about things like a lot of people have like original sin as their starting place or something they'd say yeah of course this isn't good this is bad it's it's totally depraved or corrupt and it's like yeah well i let go of that a long time ago so yeah i would say yeah human human experience is certainly good as fucked up as it can be i don't know i Right, I would say other <laughs> all things considered, unless you have something interfering, sin, mm-hmm. aka sin. Yeah, existence is self evidently good. Yeah. If you don't have yeah, the lack of social awareness with racialism, yeah, then life is gonna be self evidently good. If you're not if you're not addicted to alcohol you're not lacking self-control in that way then yeah existence is self-evidently good but is it self-evident that people have self-control <laughs> no no we don't have self-control we don't have a lot of things we're not working with a stacked deck most of us yeah i got a lot of anxiety depression yeah. so fucking say oh fucking anxiety anxiety sucks man anxiety's a bitch I take depression any day over anxiety any day really uh, like yeah what's I feel like anxiety like like depression I can manage but anxiety like my day is fucked I hate the feeling I don't know maybe maybe my anxiety is worse than my depression I'm not sure but I hate it I hate it. Dread. That's a fucking horrible Dread. feeling. Dread's tough. I think that's what I boil the two things down to, depression yeah. and anxiety, to, yeah. to dread. Yeah. But it, I mean, basically the feeling that life isn't safe, that you yeah. can... The worst is going to happen. Yeah, I don't know. So, depend. I, it all comes down to your context, man. If you have the worst anxiety and depression, you might not look at the universe and your existence and be like, yeah, this is self-evidently good. But I still think in those moments you could be like, okay, I've had moments where it is. So, yeah, this life might be fucked up, but right, I, I've I've definitely have. I don't know. I've had moments where, yeah, it is self-evidently good, and then I think, well, why, why couldn't this always be the case? Right. That's why. And I, like, I can't. Why? I can't think of anything. So maybe after this life ends, like it is like that. I don't know. 
Because it doesn't seem like I don't want to do this forever where I have to suck. Like, I have existed. Like, let's say reincarnation is true mm-hmm. and you have to repeat this sort of like suffer, no. die, suffer, die. You know, I still think there has to be a, a eschatology to be technical. I have no problem with reincarnation, but I really hope that this is the last time that I have to be reincarnated. That means you're woke and you're ready to jump <laughs> off the wheel of samsara. That means you're woke. Woke as fuck. I really, I really <laughs> hope so. I mean, the time I've spent with you and Sperry and my parents, and it's all been great. But I'm, I'm ready to, yeah, that's, move on. To yeah, something else. Right. Yeah, I'm ready to move on too. I'm ready to move on. Where you can just like sit there and like look back and be like, oh, yeah, it was good. But the anxiety, the depression, the suffering, the I'm not even talking about the pain. I'm not even talking about like stubbing your toe and shit. Like, like shit like that. Just, it's the mental health shit. Like, I'm. No, the anxiety, the depression. Yeah. yeah. Like, if I get to heaven <laughs> and I'm playing hockey and a puck yeah. hits me in the face and it hurts, I'm like, ah, that's cool. Yeah, it's whatever. That's part of the game. <laughs> no, but, in heaven, as, as soon as the hockey puck hits your face, after that, you're totally fine. Like, yeah, you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, I'm good. I'm good. All right. <laughs> so basically, like you're just you're a human, but you're you're Wolverine. Like you're just like better, right? That and yeah, you you're spiritually woke. Yeah, yeah. Not in not in what we call woke, but like actually woke. That that I hate that phrase, man. I'm woke. What you <laughs> shut the fuck up? I watched uh, Aziz Ansari's latest special. <laughs> of course, he got popped for. You know, talking to some girl and having sex with them, and he was like yeah, yeah. kind of off the grid for a while. I watched his special, and he was talking about that. It seems like it just seems like everyone is just trying to basically prove how woke they are. And in fifty years, we're gonna look back and be like, "Y'all dumb motherfuckers, <laughs> you stupidest shit, man." Made me laugh. I actually liked his special. I did. I gotta be honest. Am I gonna lose followers for this? But I was just like, okay, yeah. Sometimes we just act way too woke, and it's like that we're trying to prove something. It's too much. Well, it's just—I mean, it's—it's it's a fad. Mm-hmm. It's culturally cool, whatever. And it's and 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 it for me, it, like it involves like judging people to a degree that you wouldn't judge yourself. Like the people who would like destroy Aziz on social media or something, pride is some fucked up shit. Like your 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 porch is dirty as fuck. It's not clean. You know what I mean. You have to like, remove yeah. the plank from your own. Exactly. Eye. That's the point. Like some of these people, especially on social media, I'm not saying like what Aziz did was like the best decision ever. And I don't think he would be like that's the best decision ever. The point, but the the big problem I have is that we would look at other people and be like, oh, you did this ten years ago. We you did this five years ago. You did this decision. But please don't fucking look at me <laughs> five years ago, because because I'll get called on my shit and like you, you could be as woke as fuck, but you do some stupid shit too. You act like your shit don't stink. This is a problem I have with Christianity, and the left has. I have a problem with that too. But sometimes like we act like our shit doesn't stink. Like it doesn't matter if you're like fundamentalist Christian, they'll be like, oh, the gays are terrible. But it's like, what did you do? It's like, uh, you want me to look at your internet browser history? Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> you could be the most fundamentalist dude. Be like, okay, let me look at your Google history. <laughs> oh, did you forget to go incognito mood? Oh, shit, I got you. 
and they'd look at like gay people and they judge. You know, the left does that too. It's like they look at people and be like, "Oh, you didn't do this. You did this. You said this. You did that." Okay. You want me to dig through your history? Because don't I, act like your shit don't stink, and don't act like in thirty years people aren't going to look back at you and be like, "You dumb, ignorant motherfucker." That's it's just like don't ever, 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 ever hold people to a standard you don't hold yourself. If you're going to say how fucked up someone else is, look at yourself and be like, okay, but first off, just understand I'm fucked up. I'm, I'm fucked up. And in 20 years, I might look back on this podcast and be like, that stupid dumbass. <laughs> uh, uh, maybe. I, I feel maybe. like this episode is pretty solid. Yeah. I don't, I don't regret anything I've said so far. <laughs> but over the whole of my career, I can look back and be like, you stupid motherfucker. No, I, I mean, I'm sure the book that we both wrote, I'm going to look back and maybe cringe a little bit maybe. at what I wrote. Yeah. yeah. I've cringed at a couple of things I've written. <laughs> I have, honestly. Not the books, more the articles. <laughs> oh, okay. Those are the things you write, edit real quick, and publish. Oh, where you don't have it, as much time to reflect. Yeah, like you don't have an editor, a launch team, <laughs> a publisher. <laughs> You're just like, yeah, motherfucker. Publish, enter, got him. <laughs> yeah, bruh. <laughs> and then you look back and you're like, oh, shit. Whoops. <laughs> you stupid dumbass. <laughs> yeah, those are the times where, uh-oh, I was on my own on that one. And it was a Tuesday and I was pissed off. <laughs> and I said or I wrote some shit that, <sighs> Matt. But if everybody it. just adopted the doctrine of not judging. That's it. That'll be fine. That's fine. That's what we do. We don't we don't allow someone if someone called me on some shit like ten years from now, I'm like, Matt, what the fuck? Okay, give me give me like an hour. Let me look at this and I look back and I'm like, Okay, you're right. I, I wouldn't say that today. The 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 response should be like, Okay, cool. Good. If if you mean it, like yeah, yeah, I wouldn't say that. And I and I look at back at my own work. I look back at I, I I read some. I skimmed through All Set Free, which came out in 2015, which is four years ago, almost five years ago. And I skimmed back one time, and <laughs> I cringed a couple times. <laughs> I was like, oh fuck, <laughs> just let me have that space. Like everyone needs that space. Like you can't if you haven't if you can't look back on your own life and be like, that was stupid. Then, then you're just, you're not, um, I don't think you're being honest. You're not growing. If anyone, you should always be growing in some way. And you should, you should be able to look back on fucking something you said or believed from five, ten years ago and be like, yeah, I, even if I agree with that, sort of, I would never put it like that. Or I would never say it like that. Or it's much more nuanced now. Then, Yeah. You gotta be living like that. I think the key is, I mean, we we've talked about this before. People don't think about you as much as you think they do. That's true. I th I think that's the key to liberation, at least for me. Like, just be yourself. Yeah, uh, yeah. People don't people don't care about you. So even <laughs> if they say some shit, like <laughs> they've already moved on. They're they're just saying that to. to boost their ego. Yep. They're just doing it for themselves. They don't yep. care about you. And they don't they care on. if they hurt you. Yep. Yep. It is very liberating, which is counterintuitive. Like 
you want people that you're like, oh, I want people to think about me. I want people to know my name. Like, no, honestly, I want you to be able to Google my name. <laughs> you know, if you really think about it, you you just want to be anonymous. You just want to be yourself. But deep down, deep down. Yep, that's true. That's the key to life. Just be yourself, whatever you are. You don't have to fit in. You don't have to be. Uh, and hopefully you can make money off of it. Whatever. Yeah. So you can live nicely in our world. <laughs> Just trying to get paid. If you're an American. Yeah. If you're, yeah. That's not the goal of everything, but yeah, it certainly helps, man. <laughs> Just want to pay my bills. Yeah. But there's more to, to life than that. I know a lot of people who pay their bills who are like fucking... They just seem unhappy as fuck. I don't know. But I would say not necessarily so. No. I mean, they, can you, with with any circumstance, can you be happy? I mean, if you're starving to death? If you're... Well, no. I mean, to, to some degree, you have to be comfortable. It takes a certain privilege to be able to meditate and reflect and all that sort of stuff. Like, if you're a fucking surviving all the time yeah you don't have time to fucking think about things <laughs> but but the people who do have all that shit aren't thinking about things either so i don't know i don't have any fucking clue just be yeah, an idol have... <laughs> just kidding i mean no but seriously i have no clue as to what other rich people are experiencing i don't, I don't know. know i mean i'm not going to say that being rich and having everything precludes you from having a spiritual experience. No, but it could be as much of, of a distraction as it is to go hungry or something. You know what I mean? Like it, it takes time. Yeah, no, to... I I mean I think yeah. That's the the situation is just as difficult for the for the rich person. Yeah. In and terms of like deep I would truths say, of things, yeah. I mean, I would say it's probably harder, actually. Um, I mean, if you're poor, if you're hungry, then yeah, obviously you're going to be thinking about a greater reality, uh, yeah, something to look forward to, right? Uh, yeah, maybe maybe Jesus was onto something when you know he basically equated like the the. the to get into the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven or the naked now or the, you know, the present moment, the person who has the biggest struggle is the one who has fucking lavish riches. Maybe that is the fucking, <laughs> paradoxically speaking, it almost seems like the most difficult to get into that moment because you just have so much. I mean, maybe it's no more difficult than someone who's just struggling to eat or make ends meet, but... Yeah, I don't know. I think most of the most of life's truths uh, are almost paradoxical. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I don't know. It's I'm really pretty it's, sure I would rather be rich, though. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been pretty poor. I've been month to month. I've been less than month to month. It sucks. I haven't been rich, so I'm not sure. But. I think the biggest the, the the biggest difficulty is maybe for those who are always rich, like like if you come from nothing and then make it, you know maybe 
it's not as difficult. Like my my boy Logic, yeah. <laughs> like he came from nothing. Now he he's you know he's rich and big rapper, and uh, these people talk loud as fuck cruising by on a goddamn kayak. <laughs> I think the lake carries sound. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? But it, you know what? If you come from nothing, you make it as yeah. whatever you're doing. Like maybe you still have that appreciation. Like I grew up in the hood. I've been threatened. I got jumped. I do, I do, th- I do think that you need contrast, and I hate to say it, but this this might, for this reason, you, evil might be necessary, quote unquote evil. Like right. you you need to, I think you need to know how life hard can get. I think gratitude is really important. Yeah, I've always kicked around this idea that. <laughs> I don't know if I'm not going to base a doctrine around this. So take what I'm saying as a grain of salt. (laughs) I kind of feel like, like all of our souls were just like chilling one day (laughs) and we're like, what would it be like to experience evil? Like we have no idea. Or if you even made it Trinitarian, like the father is sitting up with the son, God and Jesus, whatever. I think what would it be like? To not know each other. What would it be like to experience separation from yeah. this reality? I have no idea. So let's go experience that. I think that if God is truly sovereign, that is the natural conclusion. Right. It's the one thing we think paradoxically he can't experience. And he's like, or he, she, they, whatever, are like, okay, let's go experience that. What is it like? What's it like for love to suffer? What's it like for us to question or not to, to be disenfranchised from ourselves or whatever? No, I think that's the natural conclusion to sovereignty. Um, yeah. It's the only thing a truly sovereign God could not experience. So it's the one thing that sovereign God needs to experience. Boom. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, like take the, take the, take the fucking, like the most sovereign Calvinistic God that the one thing that God truly omni sovereign God can't experience is his disenfranchisement from his sovereignty. Well, that's the one thing that, that God needs to experience. So, you know, even if you have a truly sovereign God like this, um, this experience helps that truly sovereign God learn something which sort of disproves that that, that 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 God is as sovereign as you think you know what I mean like uh, I, I, the God of so. pure sovereignty can't experience unsovereignty so that's what God does that's what he has to do right because experience is so important like the, the way the Calvinists talk about God it's like you've taken out God experiencing something like you've made this like idol. Like, so it's like, so I want to, I want to wrestle with like the paradox of, okay, let's, let's pretend that the truly sovereign God is true. So let's, let's have the paradox that that God needs to, needs to experience the complete lack of sovereignty, the existential question, this and that. And, and people get really weird about (laughs) God experiencing these sort of things. 
and it, and it throws a wrench in, in things yeah. and, and makes like paradox become something that's important. I like paradox. It's uncomfortable at first, but then you start to embrace it. You start to see the importance of it. Yeah. Sorry. I don't, uh, I, I, I don't know. No, no, sorry. Shit. <laughs> no, that's deep shit right there. And I have to it's think about it. It's deep shit, man. Yeah, and, you got to process that shit. I have I, to always process it. And I, I want to say now that gratitude is the is the key to everything. Like realizing that how good you have it, how bad things could be. And how do you really know that without experiencing something where you believe that you're going to lose whatever you have? Like, are you kidding me? I'm going to lose my relationship with Sperry. Yeah. No shit. No. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally gracious. I'm, I now see the importance of gratitude. Mm -hmm. Like I now see the, but yeah. How, how do you do that without fully losing yourself? Without, I think without, what, without truly believing that life could be something other than. Yeah. I think that's what we all did. <laughs> I don't know. It makes sense to me. Yeah. Like, it's like we all sat around and was like, okay, you're going to forget everything. And you're going to, you're going to feel as if the worst could happen. The paradox of all shit. Like, you're not safe. You're not this and that. And you're going to work through it. And we all signed up for it. And we're like, okay, I want to go experience that. Maybe that's what all this experience is. I mean, I, I just, sorry, I saw another quote-unquote meme about... <laughs> it's all about memes, you millennial. <laughs> you old-ass millennial. <laughs> Whatever, I'm fine with it. Yeah, fuck it. It was uh, Aborig Aborigine uh, Australians. Uh, where It was like four or five points as to the point of this life and one was to just observe to to notice and what greater thing to notice than like how hard I'm struggling here because I'm still working through it but knowing in your bones just how great it is to be alive cliche I, I'm sorry I don't know any, any other way to say it but mm -hmm. like the point of this life is to, you know, cultivate being grateful. Like, yeah. And what, and what better way than to really almost be forgetful or amnesic about <laughs> where you really stand, who you really are, what your true essence is. Like if we're all the incarnate of Christ or the Buddha or the divine, what better way for the divine to experience the gratitude of relationship than to than to have it ripped away or right whatever. yeah right That's through some deep fucking shit man death of a family member death of right. a friend like yeah i can almost it, like if let's just say we're super trinitarian how better way than for the son or the Christ to relate to the father, love, whatever you want to call it, then to have it ripped away from them for a moment and to like come back to it. And to give it back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like what better way to experience what it would be like to be disassociated from that relationship 
like we talk about people who have like disassociative personality disorder or borderline personality disorder or something like that to be ripped apart from their true essence and then to come back to it. That experience cannot be had without this sort of like fucking <laughs> without this, this kind this of life, sort of yeah. like crazy fucking universe that we live in or multiverse or whatever the fuck it is <laughs> like to experience that shit. Like there's no other, I would go so far as to say God has no idea what that experience is like than to experience it for himself, herself, itself, God's self. Yes. Whatever to it truly believe it. To truly experience that is to, is it, well, to truly know it is to experience it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, I can never talk about love unless I experienced it. I can never talk about grace unless someone has wronged me and I need to give them grace, you know? So to, to truly, you know, I, I would say that, let's say that nothing ever existed. Let's say that. And, and the Trinity is sitting there by themselves, or the Buddha, the Christ, the Godhead, whatever that God is like, I, I would still say you don't know what grace is like unless you experience the actual, um, ex- <sighs> Ungrace, whatever. <laughs> right. Like, okay, you have to give grace now in a real way. Like, you can just theorize it before you're like, you wronged me in the worst fucking way, and I'm going to show you grace. Unless you've experienced that, you really can't talk about it on the same level as someone who has. It's almost like the paradox. Yeah. Like, it's just, you know. It, I mean, simply, if you haven't experienced it, what have you really learned? I mean, exactly. This is my, I, this is Buddhism. I mean, <laughs> that's yeah. why Buddhism is right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, read, uh, Robert Wright's book on, uh, why Buddhism is true. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. Do it right now. Pause this episode and go read that shit and then come back. I haven't read the whole thing, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be good. pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I have to take a bathroom break. I do too. I think, well, actually we're pretty good. Like we're just are over we, an we hour. Okay. So can you, can you, uh, can you make it for another few minutes so we can bullshit and do you have, do you have something to say? Up? No, I no. Just let's just wrap this shit up. Cause I got to pee too. Uh, okay. But, um, I don't know. I feel like this has been a good podcast <laughs> and I feel like we can extend the conversation a lot further. Which is why we have a Facebook group, so fucking join the Facebook group. Right. Or yeah. we'll have an episode two. Or we'll just go, yeah, yeah, we'll go part two. So, uh, yeah, shit. It's, uh, it's a fucking beautiful mountain. Both of us have to take a piss, and, uh, yeah, we're just over an hour, so we're good. If you want to, uh, extend the conversation, join the Facebook group, just search the bonfire sessions and join answer the questions i'll add you don't be a dick or i'll kick you out it's just the way it is <laughs> it seems pretty fair it seems fair and if you're a dick just be like a kind dick <laughs> but yeah we're uh we're gonna call it a day i think uh this has been episode 15 here's the deal the shit is um if you're listening to this on either iTunes or Podbean it came out about a month earlier for people on Patreon if you like what we're doing just give us a couple bucks you'll get early access to shows 
you'll get special edition podcasts that other people won't get and you will ensure that the the show must go on so please join us at patreon.com slash the bonfire sessions and uh, join the facebook group ask all the questions you want i think soon coming up we'll do another episode of answering questions we did that recently oh yeah yeah so either send us a personal message or join the group ask us some questions fuck you know <laughs> if you want to if you want to hear us talk about something you're interested in uh make sure you do that tag us ask us some questions we'll make sure to mention you on the podcast we'll answer the questions to the best of our ability maybe we won't answer it maybe we will Who talk about it for a little bit yeah at least yeah <laughs> that's right yeah so this has been good I think I'm ready to chill. Yeah, for sure. I got to pee. You got to pee. Mm-hmm. This is, uh, yeah, episode 15. I'm looking forward to, to pushing on, man. I think we can talk about some cool shit coming up. I want to talk about aliens next. I'm just going to put it out there. I know. I know we've been talking about it. <clears throat> I'm ready. So I'm just going to say it. You're, you're fucking beholden <laughs> to it now. Episode 16, I want to talk about aliens. I fucking love UFOs and aliens and shit. I want right. to work out on that. So. Let's do it. Let's do that shit. So, yeah. Make sure you listen to episode 16. We'll talk about aliens. <laughs> I'm putting you on blast, motherfucker. Yeah. So, uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. If, you, um, if you're listening to this and you like what either of us do in our books or on our podcast or our other podcasts or any shit like that, please um, give us a rating and a review on iTunes. It's helpful. It helps bring more listeners into the fold. So uh, take five seconds, give us a rating, give us a review. And if you want bonus episodes, patreon.com slash the bonfire sessions, help us out. Don't be a cheap motherfucker. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> if financially possible. If financially possible, don't go out of the way. Because yeah, I get it. Life's life's tough. It's you know, it is what it is. Not Either way is a white American. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ almighty. Anyway, and uh be a dick less than last year. Five, right? Five times. I think we've given people five. Okay. This will be out in late August. So you've only got like a couple months left. So if you've been a real dick this year, tone it back. And, uh, yeah, one way you can not be a dick is to give us money. <laughs> Just fucking with you. Definitely help. Yeah. All right. Love you all. Peace out. Be nice. Take care. Thank you.